This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Dawn and Sonny. It's the Jason and Alexis show. It is, uh, it's a great day. You know, it's Monday. Unfortunately, Jason's not feeling well. He will probably update us on that. Hopefully, he'll be back tomorrow. Alexis is in Puerto Rico and she's probably feeling great. They left the crazy people to run the <laughs> yes, they institution. Have. Oh, my gosh. Um, actually, yeah, we're, we're a little bit crazy today, but thanks for hanging in with us, especially if it if you are working today. It is a holiday. It mm-hmm. is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually do still have that clip. Okay, yes, great. Um, here is a clip from Selma. If you've never seen this movie, oh, you should watch it today. I have a dream. That my poor little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. No Lincolnian emancipation proclamation can do this for us. We must make the pledge that we shall always march ahead. Yes, I'm black. I'm proud of it. One day when the glory comes, it will be ours. Students all over the South started sitting in at lunch counters. And I knew that as they were sitting in, they were really standing up. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Oh, that's awesome. You can actually, it looks like, see that on FX. They're playing that today. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, so you can check that out. Um, on FX, just look at your local listings or maybe the FX app. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you could just load that up. Uh, and I actually got a chance to go to the National Civil Rights Museum in Memphis a couple of times. And don't miss that. If you're ever in Memphis, take an opportunity mm-hmm. to do that for sure. And you had a great opportunity as well when you were 17. Mm-hmm. I uh, hooked up, I think it was with the YMCA. I should check and see if they're still doing this. But they had, a uh, for students who are interested in going to historically black colleges, they had a black college tour and they took us on Greyhound bus. And it was a week-long trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just went to different colleges and saw their, you know, their tuition. And they told us about them. At the time I was 17, I didn't realize all the historical things that they were showing us. I was yes. just like, how much is the tuition and can I afford it? Yes. Because I was in foster care at the time, so... Um, oh that was my gosh. main. That was my main focus. Was can I afford this? Yes, but it's going real life back. Stuff. Yeah, but going. Back, that is kind of. Inter- I was <laughs> thinking about that at the time, and I. I to this day, I wish I would have taken more pictures of the monuments that they took us. I remember I went to Central High School, um, and it was so huge. I wonder if it's 
if it was huge because I was younger and smaller. Uh-huh. I wonder if I went back. But um, they just showed us so many um, historical monuments and things that were in the civil rights movement. And I just I wish I would have taken it in more. So yeah. if you're young, take it in. OK, oh, or, or at least take pictures with the phone. Yes. <laughs> and well, keep it. Right. I mean, I don't want to ask you what your age is, but back in the day, we just didn't have a camera on our cell phone. <laughs> Thank God. Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't have a cell phone Ooh, growing up. Yeah. I mean, that just would have been, I yeah. don't know how kids do it. We're just going to keep all those little dirty secrets that we have in the past. I'm glad we didn't have any cameras. All right. Exactly. Okay. Speaking of being on your phone, um, people are forgetting other people's birthdays. Because of Facebook, uh, you know, all of the privacy scandals, security breaches, and the misinformation mm-hmm. that was out on Facebook, mm-hmm. many Facebook users have stopped using yeah, Facebook. Yeah, I've kind of, I've kind of use that just to promote stuff. I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't do it just because they've had too many, too many breaches. Yes. Too many for me. But yeah. it's kind. I kind of. I almost feel like. Well, then you really need to let go of Instagram because that's a byproduct of Facebook. It is. Mm-hmm. It's always asking me if I want to share it on Facebook too, and I then I'm like, oh, you mean they're the same. right? Yeah. So people go, I'm not going on Facebook. I'm like, well, you better cut off Instagram. I too. can't do it though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm addicted. Cut. I know we're all addicted, and that's why people. I've seen so many people go. I'm leaving Facebook, and then they just kind of creep back over and you notice they're posting stuff. <laughs> it's I feel we're guilty. All addicted. Uh, you know, I just Facebook for me. It's just during the election that's when it got it doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on here Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so this is a general conversation i'm sure everybody can agree on Mm -hmm. people putting out all of their beliefs Mm -hmm. on on facebook Mm -hmm. about what they believe politically just drove me crazy this you know um social media has really changed the way we talk about politics yes i remember being younger and it was just like something the adults discussed Mm -hmm. and if you and like you had to watch news and now that it's so close to home i just think that our generation was overwhelmed with like whoa i didn't i I didn't know you you felt like that okay so i think social media has changed the way because even on twitter i just scroll i I, some days i just i can't do it i have to scroll past political stuff i have to scroll past i just have to i just nope we're only we're only tuning in the food porn today yeah that's all we're doing yeah, and I my daughter is on Facebook, and she is a tattoo artist. So oh, really? I like to I, I will I have a Facebook page. It's a private Facebook page mm-hmm. just for my friends, and like just to keep up with people from yeah. college and right. high school, really. Right. Um, but I don't I don't I try not to mix that in with my work. Right. I right. want to keep it separate. Like right. nobody hears uh, my talk is on my face. Right. And I really don't log in that much. I feel guilty though because I'll go on once a month or something, mm-hmm. and my daughter's posted a bunch of stuff about her art. And I'm not she, liking the stuff. Is she? Um, is she on Instagram? Instagram is a great place to go for tattoo artists. I know she needs to put every. I keep telling yeah. her. I'm like Lexi, you have to put every tattoo you do on yeah. Instagram. That I think she she would be better served on Instagram because that's you know that's all about the pictures and stuff. Facebook is like my kid's turning three. Yeah, so tell her to check out Instagram for tattoo because that's I'm looking for a tattoo artist and that's where I search for it is on Instagram. And she has a page. I just think that she's doing. She's not doing everything on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you need to. Yeah, tell her everything. to check that out. Yeah, yeah, that's a definite because that's where all the that's where all the people are looking is on on Instagram. What I like about Instagram is that it's so mindless. Like, I don't have to. It's pictures. Yeah, it's just pictures. <laughs> it is. I feel like it's lighter than um, mm-hmm. Facebook. I feel like Facebook sometimes like, oh, my God, I don't want to read this dictionary. It's so heavy. I don't, uh, it's so heavy. And even, I get irritated when I see people write out these long paragraphs on Instagram. I'm like, you need to take that to Facebook. <laughs> this know. is not the place. This is inappropriate. <laughs> just show me the picture and go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how people I, I am not. I need to get better with hashtags. 
I hate hashtags. I Why do we need 65 hashtags? You know what? <laughs> I'm going to need y'all to get y'all etiquette together. Four hashtags. That's all you need. <laughs> We're limiting you to four hashtags. This is the most important. Oh, my gosh. Hysterical. I, I do like to put things on Instagram. Just to, I like to connect with people, especially people that are listening, yeah. you know, that yeah. that um, so they can see all my dirty business, like all those clothes I had on my bed. <laughs> oh, my well, gosh. Well, you want people to see your people side. You yeah. want them to see your human side. Right. Yeah. And how I hoard shoes, apparently. Oh, my gosh. I'm we just, all hoard something. If no, you want to look at the amount of shoes and clothes that I had before I did the Marie Kondo mm-hmm. cleaning out, mm-hmm. you can go to my Instagram, Dawn at Dark, shameless plug here, and check out. <laughs> it is it is bad. It's an obsession. My shoes, I, I need to get rid of. I got rid of about half of those, mm-hmm. what I call hooker shoes that I'm never going to wear. <laughs> so they're so they're thigh highs. I mean, I've got, I have, you have That's no what idea. My mom calls hooker shoes. The, I mean, if you saw my shoe closet, you would think I was really That's something just your, else. I'm not going to judge. That's just your thing. I hoard peanuts. Peanuts. I have well nuts, not peanuts, but all yeah. types of nuts. I've because I switched over from chips to nuts. I had to let go of chips. Oh, but I needed something salty and something crunchy. Now you you've also switched from soda to kombucha. Mm-hmm. So I've I'm, okay. First of all, I'm a psych major. This is why you hear a lot of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hear a lot of this stuff in my conversation. Yeah. So I know that if I switch one behavior with another, mm-hmm. like just replace it. And so I just I know that's helped me. Just replace it with something. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Just replace it with something. So I replaced. Uh, Delicious burgers uh-huh. of beef with, um ooh, that impossible burger. Ain't no joke. What is that? Oh, my God, Don. If you, okay. So it's a, it's a, it's a uh, veggie-based burger. Okay. And it, to me, is the best veggie burger out there, period. Like most veggie burgers, you can see the beans and the rice and things in it. This buddy looks like real meat. Oh. It bleeds like it's supposed to be beet juice. It bleeds, it bleeds like, like, real, like real meat. Yes. And I, and I remember eating it going, nah, this, this can't be veggie-based. And that's why they call it the Impossible Burger. I mess with that heavily. I Impossible love that burger. Impossible Burger. Impos- check it out. I'm telling you. Where, do you, where can you get it? Uh, the place that I ate it at was Urban Growler. That's okay. what I ate it from. But apparently, uh, Holly just tweeted me, I think about a week ago, and told me that they're going to start putting it in stores. Because I went to Whole Foods and was ticked off <laughs> that I cannot get this burger. I need this burger. Sometimes you just want a burger. Like, you just you just want a burger. It's, you know. Yes. It's American. I want a burger. Yeah. And, you know, I don't always want beans in my burger. I want it to feel like meat and, and smell like meat and look like meat, but not be meat that's yeah I'm just, I, I understand first no first world country uh, country problems <laughs> no it's true i totally get it i get it okay so um we were earlier in the show talking about something we both watched uh sebastian maniscalco mm-hmm. his special on netflix yes um and it is fantastic he's a comedian i had never watched even one minute now i feel like i have to watch every go back and watch his other stuff here. he's got the one he he has a purple shirt on and okay. i can't think of the name of the special but i know it's on netflix and okay. that one to me that made me hooked i love him because he talks about being a a child of foreign parents yes and how the mindset is like work 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 and the work ethic and i'm like and my sister and i were like I, I like this guy I because my father's a foreigner yes and he was like work 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 chores do your do your grades like he explains this so well for people who have foreigners for parents and I just felt like we were kindred spirits <laughs> when he talked about such an intense upbringing yes and uh, if you don't know who he is here's a clip uh, we have a little clip of him mm-hmm. on GMA talking about uh, well just the difference between he and his wife who's super <laughs> laid back 
Yeah, I got to be more relaxed. I'm too hovering. So when you go out, like as a family with her, is that like a fear-inducing experience? So we went out to uh, Cheesecake Factory a couple nights ago. My wife thinks like we're still going out, just me and her with like no child. That's how relaxed she is. Yeah. I go, it's like we got a ticking time bomb here. It could go off at any minute. And she's thumbing through the menu. I don't know if you've been in the Cheesecake Factory. The, the menu is 89 pages long. I go, pick it up and now. <laughs> Kid's gonna be crying and on the floor at any minute. But uh, you know, my wife's the type. She, she asks the waiter, "What do you like?" Oh, we don't even know the guy. <laughs> what, what does it matter what he likes? So yeah, my wife ain't quick. She's she's really kind of relaxed. relaxed. So I yeah. bet you're a great time, time on those nights out at the Cheesecake Factory. Oh yeah, I'm a ball to be with. Very romantic. <laughs> So his uh, his father is Italian, and yeah. that's a, my favorite part of the whole special is him mm-hmm. doing his dad. Yeah, and yeah. just like his dad just flies off the handle at anything. Yeah. Very yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah, what yeah. is it? You know. Yeah, and his if wife got comes. A for, if you got a foreign dad, you will <laughs> listen. <laughs> oh He's spot on. He's I love his impressions. He's so animated. Um, I I am a fan. I'm a fan of him. I really like him. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. And I'm a new fan. So Sebastian Maniscalco, mm-hmm. and that special is on Netflix right now. You can mm-hmm. check that out. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to interpret dreams coming up at eight thirty. So actually, um, if you want to, well, well, we won't do that right now. But just keep that in mind. We'll mm-hmm. be asking for you to call um, right after at the end of the Dirt Alert here. With that being said, coming up next, the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Mm-hmm. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Okay, Elizabeth Reese is off today. Saudi and I are here, hostless. They've turned the radio station over to the criminals, haven't they? (laughs) So some of the biggest news out there going on right now in two thrilling overtime games yesterday. The Rams beat the Saints and the Patriots outgunned the Chiefs. Um, So the L.A. Rams and the New England Patriots will face off in Super Bowl 53 in Atlanta on February 3rd. It seems just like yesterday that we were doing the Super Bowl here. it really does. Now that you say that, I it mean, does not feel like. Remember how cold it was. I know. I, you know, I, I said you have to talk nice things about oh, Minnesota, oops, yeah. mm-hmm. and I really feel like the spirit of Minnesota was like, oh, so you've chosen the Super Bowl. <laughs> you've chosen to have the Super Bowl here, and I f- really feel like she showed out. Really, it was like twenty below. It and really snowing. was. I mean, I'm like, really? It was like, come on. Can we not show our best side? Right. We're having guests. Oh, my gosh. And and we had all those performances yep. down at Nicolette Mall, mm-hmm. like Sheila E. And mm-hmm. I mean, people were still, I went down to one of them, mm-hmm. and it was like people were in full snowsuits. Mm-hmm. I was so impressed with these Minnesota fans. Yeah. yeah. We were we really did it up, and, and it was great. But now we're, you know, we got this in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I actually went to the Super Bowl in Atlanta. Uh, when I worked for Gatorade, mm-hmm. the last time they they well, it's it was the year two thousand, I think. Okay, um, but it was. Guess what happened there? What happened? Snowstorm. Ice storm. In- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Atlanta during the Super Bowl when I was there, so maybe I just bring the bad <laughs> It's you, Don. It's you, Don. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so uh, we have some clips here. Here, um, this is a clip of the Patriots beating the Chiefs. Second and goal to Burkett. Burkett to the end zone. Hello, Super Bowl. New England is heading back again for the third straight year. I always wonder how it feels to be an announcer. I mean, just because we're in the sure. in that world, I'm always like, what is what? Is, do they know what to say? Like, do they practice it? Like. Oh, God. Hello, Super Bowl. Like, how do they? I think it's just second nature. <laughs> just like, you know, we can pre- pretty much fill in on, on the so. radio anywhere. Yeah. We just keep flapping our jaws. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually filled in for some minor league baseball, but not because I because I knew so little about it. Mm-hmm. It was in my hometown. And so I just got on with the guys and I was asking dumb questions about baseball. <laughs> You met, you know, I have found in my world, in my world as an announcer, the dumb questions I ask always appease somebody. Absolutely. I mean, some people, the hardcore fans were like, who is oh this Oh my God, who person? is this person? They, I'm like, let's switch up baseball and like have them run the opposite way. It's been the same way for so long. Can we make this exciting? So anyway, okay. Some of the other things going on. Uh, we had, let's see. Oh, Tom Brady had a little a misstep with uh, throwing out. This is a censored clip of him throwing out an F-bomb. What's it mean after all of that to head back to the Super Bowl? I first want to say hi to my wife. I love you so much. I'm coming home. Mom, dad at home, my sisters, all my family. Thanks for your love and support. And all our fans back home. Way to go, man. What a year. What was your question? Just what it means to go back to Super Bowl. Unbelievable, bro. Uh, Never. I mean, this is crazy. What a game. I mean, Three what, years in a row. What can you expect when you? I mean, he's he was still puffing and puffing. Like, yeah. what, I mean, that's they want. They that's that's the juice and the meat that we want that's after the something beet like juice. that. Yeah, Come on. the bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, they want. That he's, I mean, he's in the moment. His he's he just got done playing the game. So, yeah, you know, it's like you're you're hoping that he's still excited. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to be like, well, yeah, we've yeah, we've done this yeah, before. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. All right, and then Jimmy Buffett, he dropped the mic after the <laughs> national anthem. We're like, really? Here's a clip of him doing that. And the home of the brave. <laughs> Somebody um, should have told him, no, you need to pick that back up. Okay. Now, <laughs> most of the time what that means when you drop the mic, we need to inform Jimmy Buffett. Okay. It means I have nothing else to say that's better and nobody else does that's better than that. Like, beat that. Right. Boom. It's, if you remember when Beyonce announced her pregnancy. Yeah. She that's a drop the mic moment. Yes. Yes. But this I don't know that this I don't know if this is and, and no offense to Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Oh, they might have been like, no, he 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 was right. No, that was bad. Come on. Let's be honest here. That was very mediocre performance. Uh, but OK, so that's your sports news. Look at us. We're doing traffic, weather. We're doing sports. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm dropping the mic right now on us. Um, <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. So the only other thing going on in, in the entertainment world that I think is one of the biggest things is that Charlize Theron. And Brad Pitt. Yeah, let's talk about that. What's, what's the tea on For the that? last minute here, they on? have been seen 
out together in a touchy-feely way. That's, okay, That's a cute couple to me. I think that's a cute couple. Oh, equally matched in hotness. I like that. And I love I loved, uh, Charlize Theron. And I feel like I never say her last name right. Yeah. I fell in love with her acting skills when I saw her play Monster. Yes. I was sold. Our, I was like, Eileen I, I, I could not believe that th- that was the same person. <sighs> right? And they, saw her, they showed her transformation. So I've been in love with her. Ever since then, of course, she has plenty of different movies from um, uh, The Devil's Advocate. Like, she's got a bunch of different good roles. But that, to me, that, wow. Yeah, that was unbelievable. <laughs> she's she not just a pretty committed, face. boy. Yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, Two Days in the Valley. That's one of her yeah. first movies. That's yeah. a really great, weird movie. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that, hopefully, is a real celebrity couple. I'm hoping some good stuff come out of that, too. Oh, like, yes. some good movies or something. Okay, if you want your dream interpreted, give me a call now. 651-641-1071. It's Dreamweaver Dawn. That's me. I'm going to interpret your dreams next. I'll take about three. That's all I can handle. Or maybe four. Okay, so give us a call. 651-641-1071. My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Everything Jason and Alexis. Uh, Jason is under the weather today. He is off. And Alexis is in Puerto Rico. Mm. Uh, yeah, so it's you're hanging out with Sonny and I. Mm-hmm. Something we do every Monday is... We do, well, not every Monday, but we try to interpret dreams here. <laughs> yeah, and I do that. <laughs> so, when yeah. Oh, good. You found it. Thanks. I was making it work again. I was driving, I was driving my car, car and I couldn't, couldn't control, control it. it. Then, then I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver Dawn. Isn't that cool? (laughs) Thanks, Rocco. Yeah. So I went to the School of Metaphysics, which is, uh, you can actually, they have centers all over the country. They don't have a location in Minneapolis, but for a couple of years, I studied dream interpretation Mm -hmm. as well as meditation. And it was just one of the best things that I did in my life Mm -hmm. to center myself and to figure out, like, I'm not going to be a victim in life anymore. Yeah. They really taught me about, like, manifesting what you want. Yeah. Kind of sounds a little woo-woo, but... No, I believe believe in that. I believe you become what you think about. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so I studied it, and so that's where our listeners come into play. uh, And I have Sharon on line one right now. Go ahead, Sharon. Tell us about your dream. Hey, so this was a fairly simple dream i was in a dream and uh and then uh, this sort of voice with a bit of a fuzziness that i could see the sky um says i'm going to be stabbing you later on mm-hmm. in another dream and so so then i go on to dream and he disappears and i i go on dreaming regularly and then um and then this is all in one night and then i'm in my kitchen mm-hmm. and um out of the sort of a darkness he appears out of like nowhere and he's wearing and my dream this dream was black and white uh-huh. and he was um had a red cap and a white t-shirt and just about 25 or so and he he has this uh, uh about a 12 inch ornate a silver knife okay. that he's trying to to get me, and so I run around the table, and then I realize I can't escape him, and so he stabs me in sort of the liver area oh. <laughs> on, on the front, and I'm on the ground, and I think that I'll fight him, but I realize, and he's puzzled, why am I fighting him? And so I just relax, and he just keeps the knife in me, and then uh, I wake up. Oh my gosh, that's thank. That's a very detailed oh, wow. dream. Thank you, and yeah. easy for me to interpret. So thank you. Okay, so uh, you have to think about uh, just in general. Anybody who's listening, the dream is always about the dreamer. So every your soul doesn't care about other people. 
<laughs> I like to put it that way. But uh, you, when you're dreaming about other people, it is an aspect of yourself. Since you are a woman and you're dreaming about a man, you're dreaming about your subconscious mind. Okay? Yeah. You're also, the stabbing has to do with death is change in a dream. Mm. And since it's so specific, there's a part of yourself and you're dreaming about 24 to 48 hours before you knew that there was a big change coming Mm. and you knew that it was, you're sort of warning yourself in advance about this change. You know exactly the details that are going to happen, which could have been almost like a premonition for you. Do you remember when you had this dream? Uh, Yeah. Okay. I I don't remember that anything was going to change, but could it, could it be past life stuff? Because the, the blade was so mm-hmm. ornate and carved. You know, I don't really know a lot about that, to be honest with you. I just know how to interpret the symbols of a dream, and mm-hmm. death okay. is change. So if you are warning yourself about a big change that's happening in your life, uh, I would say look at what happened, you know, if you can recall. uh during that time, if there was a big change in your life that you knew was coming and you kind of felt a victim of it, right. you didn't uh-huh. think you weren't like you felt like something was being done to you mm. that you couldn't avoid. So that's right. my interpretation, Sharon. That's more helpful. I appreciate okay. it. No problem. Have a great day. Yeah. Bye. Oh, I hate it when I cut people off like that. <laughs> OK, we're going to move on to Andrea, I believe. Is this Andrea? It is. Oh, Andrea, Hi, tell Andrea. us about your dream. OK. I have had this happen a few times. Um, it was just a couple weeks ago, and then it's then it's reoccurred a few times um, several months ago. I wake up because my doorbell, somebody rings my doorbell. Okay. I have gotten up, and it's different times in the middle of the night, but nobody's there. Okay, and so you actually physically get up to look. Yeah. Now I don't. Now I don't. No. Because I'm like, I'm dreaming. <laughs> I'm like, oh, go back to bed. Okay. All right. So um, a house is your frame of mind. So if it's not your real doorbell, but you have a great ability to be able to transition from one type of yourself to another. This is what I think this means. So in your waking life, you have an ability to wear many hats. So and you, you know how to switch those pretty quickly. And you're able to move from this Andrea to that Andrea. Like, okay, right now I'm being a mom and now I have to go into work mode where I'm a boss. That's something uh, that would just be a symbol of that. So that's what I would say. Your your soul is giving you encouragement that you have the ability to say, okay, now I'm going to be a different person. Sounds good. And go into a different frame of mind. Okay, Andrea, thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye. Okay, the last one here, which is all we have time for, is Elisa, I believe it is. Yes. Elisa, go ahead and tell us about your dream. Well, I've had this dream multiple times over years of being in a house. I'm in the 50s. Mm-hmm. I'm dressed like that. Okay. Um, it is. There's always a light green color in the mm-hmm. house, in the walls, on the house. And this time... I was probably on the second or third floor, multiple rooms, Mm. there was a ghost. Okay. And I was being bothered by this female ghost, and I said, finally, I'm really aggravated with this. I'm going to go find out who she is. And so finally, I was able to open a door. She's there. And I said, who are you? Why are you bothering me? And she said, she is me. Mm -hmm. You are her. She is her. Something to that effect, and and there were three sentences, and I woke up feeling 
not scared, but it it has stuck with me. And this is probably a year ago, if not a little more. Okay. Well, like I said before, um, all aspects, uh, every other person in your dream is an aspect of yourself. So you kind of, within your own dream, interpreted the dream. Because she is you, um, and she is a part of your conscious conscious mind. So the thing about her is that... (laughs) She is the part of you that is slow to change because death is change in a dream. So if you are a ghost or a zombie or something that's undead or something that hasn't moved on, this is the aspect of you that hasn't been able to move forward. There's something in your past that's holding you back. And it is tied in with your spirituality if you're on the third floor. So if you think of your mind like a pyramid and it also reflects a house, The bottom floor is uh, your conscious mind. The second floor would be your subconscious mind. And then the third floor is your super conscious mind. That's how we connect to God, our spirituality, and anything that connects us to where our soul resided before we came here on this planet. So it's a part of yourself that's reflecting on if we, you know, I am you, this is you are me and you are she, meaning this is a part of me that I want you to acknowledge. And I am thinking that it's something that hasn't been able to move past a big change in your life. Makes a whole lot of sense now. Well, great. It's great that you're on the third floor. I'll tell you that because that's where we know the deepest parts of ourselves, and we can really connect to the purpose of why we're here. So once you acknowledge that and you can maybe meditate past that event, it's just going to help you substantially. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. No problem. Okay, <laughs> well, have a great day. Thank you, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. That was cool. Yeah, Sonny, you have any dreams? I, I, <laughs> had, I, I was going to say, I, I had a recurring dream when I was really younger. Okay. I don't know if you remember, the, 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 the it's on Sesame Street, the little claymation. Oh, yeah. And he changed, and he was in that cup. Mm. So I had my own vision of it. There were these three balls, and they were bound, they were hovering on this flat base or something Mm -hmm. and in the dream my mind was like concentrating and making sure all the balls were circular but something would happen like my brother would bother me and I'd lose concentration and one of the balls would lose their shape oh my and I had that all through my childhood oh my gosh (laughs) that's really cool and it would take a lot of time to get it to mold it back into its perfect little circle oh my gosh this is it's really (laughs) cool because even as a kid you could acknowledge that your life, you could see it as something that you could, you could create your own identity. Mm. So you can mold and shape your life the way you want it to be Okay, to create that person within you that discovers things that was my brother that was messing it up. And then, well, I mean, (laughs) it's kind of like you would get on a train where you're like, this is what I want in my life. This is what I want to manifest. And I know the steps and tools to do that. And I can craft and mold my own life. Yeah. So those little people, but then, you know, some things throw you off. Yes. (laughs) And then it takes time to remold it. That makes sense. So if you're dreaming about your brother, you have to think about the three qualities that he has, like Mm. negative or positive, whatever they are. You don't have to say right now, Mm. but it's those qualities within yourself that get you off track. Oh, wow. What? <laughs> you're good, Don. <laughs> you're oh, good. Okay, oh, well, wow. a lot of times just uh, I know that this, I hate to say this, but if I interpreted dreams 
all week. I wouldn't be able to get any work done. So unfortunately, I can't really answer a lot of questions. You know, if you email me, if yeah. I don't get to it right away and it's two weeks from now, I apologize. I just got to focus good, on my real life. It can't so. be that good. And don't expect people to call you. <laughs> so good. I will try. But if I don't get to it, I really apologize. Just keep trying. And we do this segment every Monday around oh, wow. 830. That's good. Okay. And uh, coming up next. Oh, hell, I don't know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dawn Wing and Sonny <laughs> on the Jason and Alexis show on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything. Jason and Alexis in the morning. <laughs> Jason is under the weather. He's not doing well. Um, you know, he's been sick for about a month, so hopefully he'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. But, uh, Sonny, thank you so much for filling in and but being here with me today. Oh, God. I'm Dawn. I'm the producer here for Jason and Alexis. And Alexis is having such a great time. I just saw a video. Oh, my gosh. She is in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. right now with Borton Overseas, um, where your extraordinary adventure begins. <laughs> she gets to go to the coolest places, one of them being Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Um, her husband is Puerto Rican, yeah. Angel. Yeah. So his parents, he's visiting them. Mm-hmm. So the whole group that's with him, 17 people, get to go to On Hill's house. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's so fun. And also her parents are along for the journey as well. Oh, cool. Oh, oh wow. That's like, oh, that sounds fun. Just taking the whole family and going. <sighs> I'm sorry. I just immediately think of food. I oh. want to taste everything. When I travel, I want to eat everything. I know. I want to taste the city. Oh, my gosh. One the of, yummy parts. One <laughs> of my uh, favorite things to do and dream about being in Minnesota now, a Minnesotan I am, um, is I go on kayak.com, which mm-hmm. is just a travel website for the cheapest flights. Mm-hmm. And you can search, which is great about it. This is not an endorsement for kayak, by the way. I just really like it. It's really just fun to see where I could go. You can put in MSP, and then you can just go to, and you can hit anywhere. And it'll bring up a map. And you don't even have to put in days. Um, and it'll bring up a map, just the explore map, mm-hmm. and it'll tell you where you can go round trip for super cheap. It's insane. All across the world, they'll, they'll give you prices. Really like right now, you can go to Fort Myers from MSP. It's specific dates. It's January 29th through January 31st. Oh, cool. You can go to Miami for 95 bucks, man. I know. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, me and so, my fiance. Thank you. You just hooked us up. Thank look, you. that's round trip. Now, you do have to pay for a hotel, but I mean, this is just a gem. So I love good. this thing. Yeah. I look at this thing and I just dream. <laughs> like, it's good to dream. Put, oh. it, put it on your subconscious. It'll it'll turn up one day. You go, I, I remember I used to dream about this. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of that, this is so weird. But I, um, about five years ago, I'm a theater major. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Minneapolis is one of the best towns for theater, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and a musical theater major. And I've always... I was like, I wish I could. I was kind of unhappy in where I was. Mm-hmm. I had a radio show back home, but I didn't feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do more theater. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just wish that I could live in Minneapolis. I'm t- put it on your subconscious, man. You'd be I was shocked. Like, out yeah. of all places, yeah. I was like, what? I wonder if I could ever get a job in Minneapolis on the radio. Mm-hmm. That would be ideal. And I was coming from a smaller market. Mm-hmm. You know, this is market number 15 mm-hmm. as far as population size goes. Mm-hmm. So um, it was like, oh, I could never get a job there. And, and look at and, where you're at. Yeah. I'm telling you, it works. Put it on your brain. <laughs> isn't you that become, fun? You become what you think about. Your subconscious is stronger than you think. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so anyway, dream today. If you're sick of this Minnesota weather, we're going to get some snow here. It looks like around noon. Mm-hmm. It's going to be not too much, but be careful. 
um, out there on the roadways. Send good juju to Minnesota. She can hear your thoughts. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sonny has this um, <laughs> this concept that Minnesota weather can hear your thoughts, but mm-hmm. you have to be kind and gentle mm-hmm, to her. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not... She'll give a Super Bowl 2000, <laughs> yeah. 2018 weather. Oh, my gosh. That was something else, wasn't it? So, Okay, well, we have uh, Donna and Steve here from the Donna and Steve Show. What's coming up on your show today? Oh, oh Steve. What a question. That's such a good question. <laughs> you know, one question, that we're, our Facebook question today, okay. uh, which we're not actually going to put on our Facebook page because uh, Millennial Hannah has the day off. And so we're just going to have you respond via email or on Twitter. We can check that. You can tweet it. Yeah. Just tweet it to us. We'll yeah. tweet it. Here's the okay. question. Yeah. What is something you always think will go better than it actually does? This segment. Hey, Donna. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, man. This segment. Sheesh. You could say cooking. Oh you could gosh. say sex. You could say cooking during sex. Parenting. Yeah. You could say. <laughs> I told you not to use cast iron. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a really good question. Yeah. 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 Did, did you think that up, Steve? I, yeah, because I had a shopping adventure this weekend. Uh, I went to one Ooh. place oh. where you can buy things a lot of things all at once like a bulk kind of a store <laughs> sweet mother of pearl <laughs> oh my god it was a nightmare because oh. you had, had the told, kids with you right only one. Oh, only one only one that but was I a nightmare went there Which he one? had nothing to do with it oh, <laughs> no it was these other savages that are out there this place was wild i mean i i i bumped into two people i knew while i was there and said i hate these kind of stores i despise you know what steve i think it's only because it's the weekend yes Weekends you're right are horrible you're for absolutely those places. right you gotta uh, go in the middle of the day yeah, on a thursday mm-hmm. lesson yeah. learned oh my gosh she has two jobs though yes that's gonna true go? i don't have much midday costco time. true that's my, that's, but i i wish i did i wish i did I'd or really really early in the morning on the weekend that's yes. another yeah. sticky time you can do. Yes, because yeah. I went to Target over the weekend yeah. at like 8 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody there. Oh, it's that's great. a great time to go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, You're my right. God. This is, this is user error. I grant you that. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, they'll we be asking it. you that question. We did it. We yeah. did it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, job, go, you guys. We're hostless <laughs> today. So hopefully Jason will be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to Jason and Alexis in the morning. And like he says... Um, Don't let people get you down. You be you. Unless you're a terrible person, change. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow, guys.